Welcome in to everybody. Good to have you today. The Bill Michaels Show on a Wednesday. Did you survive? My goodness. What a round of storms. For the first time since I've lived in my home, I got a little bit of water in the uh, in the basement last night. For the in the bar in the uh, gym area for the first time, and that's only because it was beating so hard against the wall. I fit, I think it actually came in the window well, but oh my god! I woke up this morning and I really I I looked out the window and I thought it was foggy. It was raining so hard I could not see that. And I only live I don't know I mean I could probably put a camera over there, but I only live about forty yards away, fifty yards away from the house next to me, and I couldn't see it. It was raining so hard. Ben, did you survive? Uh, did you build yourself an ark? Did you go two by two coming into work today or what? I guess there was a storm. I don't know. I slept through it. I woke did you up. Really? It, was, it was just a little rainy outside. This it morning. was a, a epic storm last night. And um, I will say this, though. I It woke me up, I guess, about 1 or 2 in the morning, one thirty ish in the morning. I vaguely remember waking up and looking at the time going, oh, I've got more time to sleep. But I, there's nothing better than thunderstorms and such in the middle of the night when, you are, uh, when you're crashing out. And you can just kind of listen to it hitting the roof and, and then you go back to sleep. But, oh, my God, it, it woke me up this morning big time. And last night I got home. Um, I told you last night was going to be the night where I was going to do nothing. I was so looking forward to last night. I mean, just I got off the air and I had a little bit of running around to do. And I went to, uh, I was going to go to, the. Uh, I had to go see a client, and then I went to the, was going to go to the grocery store. And Kristen called me, and she said, hey, guess what? Her son, uh, Mason, had uh, made it to the Junior uh, National Honor Society, and which is a tremendous accomplishment. But nobody told us that last night was the, the induction ceremony. So it's like, oh, God. So we, we had to go to that, obviously. So she, uh, she called and said, hey, he just came home, which is like 3.30 in the afternoon now, and said, hey, what time are we leaving tonight? And so she she's called me and said, hey, can, do you want to come out? I, yeah, I mean, I'll come out and support stuff like that. So, of course, I jumped in the car, uh, ran over to the client real quick, and then headed on out. So I didn't get home last night till 8.39, something like that. And coming home, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine, uh, and we were just sharing baseball stories, talking about the Brewers and talking about the National League Central and such. And I got home, and it was one of those things where I saw a flash, and I'm like, I'm looking out my window. I'm thinking, did somebody just drive by and take a picture? And then, boom! I mean, the lights went out, the windows rattled, uh, like the whole you know, neighborhood car alarms were going off. I mean, it, it, boom! And I thought an explosion happened, and here it was just thunder. And then within a matter of about 15, 20 minutes, the lights and everything came back on, and then everything was fine. But, oh, my goodness. What a what a what a raucous couple of a uh, couple of rolls of thunder last night. So anyway, I think we all pretty much made it through, other than maybe those with some hail damage this morning, and we're good to go. Brewers, boy, it, they went they set a franchise record: sixteen innings without plating a run, and since then it has been an explosion of of power, of runs, of I'm and again I last night I there were some people that were at the uh, the uh, the junior honors induction ceremony and I was talking to a couple of people and they're like how about those brewers how about this how about you know there's a lot of people looking really 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 excited but 
I, I, I'm still, it's, it's a long, it's off to a great start, a very exciting start. After a slow start to the season, they have obviously increased team speed. They have got better defenders in the outfield. I mean, you look at a guy like Tyrone Taylor, he may not even make it back. They may not even have space for him if, uh, if, he doesn't come, if somebody doesn't go down. I mean, knock on wood, nobody goes down with an injury, but they might not even have space for this cat. Um, and, and everything is just, just you know, going well right now. I, I don't know how else to put it, just going well for the Brewers. Uh, and Wade Miley last night, lights out, man. Kudos to Wade. And I told you. Didn't I say Wade Miley? He's he's the he's the uh, he could be the X factor, Ben. He could extend the winning streak, or help you stop the losing streak. I shouldn't say I told you so because it's only one game. But it was a good start. Uh, it was a good start. 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 Uh, and the the buddy of mine I was talking to was out of Cincinnati, and I, we were talking last night. And he said, you know, when when Miley was down there a couple of years ago, Miley was like a fan favorite. He not only was a fan favorite, he was a clubhouse favorite. He pitched extremely well. He was a stabilizer in that rotation and in a rotation that just didn't have much to begin with. Uh, but, uh, man, oh, man, yeah, it was a good start for him last night. Christian Yelich uh, with a couple of base hits last night, a couple of runs scored, which was solid to see, two for five at the plate last evening. So good to see him get off the schneid a little bit. Willie Adamas was two for four last night, three for four. Brian, An- Brian Anderson's he's just hitting a snot out of the baseball at this point. Uh, Garrett Mitchell was two for four last night. You know, you look at the the box scores and you look at some of the early starts for the Brewers, and you've got guys that are actually hitting over 240. You know, I mean, the entire lineup right now, the entire lineup, short of Rowdy Telez, the entire lineup is hitting over 240. Most of them over 250. Yelich is 250. Winker's 286. 263 for Adamas. 533 for Anderson. 278 for Mitchell. 250 for Caratini. 357 to Rang. 385 for Weimer. I mean, they're going to cool off. I understand that. But it's just like, boy, you couldn't have asked for a much better start. You just couldn't have. So you got that going on, uh, which is awesome. And uh, so we can talk some more Brewers baseball coming up here in a little bit, without a doubt. And then you've got the uh, the rumors that have been thrown out there regarding Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers. That now they're now Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. They are actually claiming sources are saying, correct? I don't know. I don't think so. That's what's so weird about all this. Everybody's running with it. It started because Craig Carton, who does an afternoon show on WFAN right. in New York and as a Fox Sports One show, said in in many words that he thinks the Niners should, but it was presented as the Niners will. I'll grab the audio. Um, it, yeah, it's uh, – I know that there are – and now I'm reading stuff about people saying, well, the 49ers are waiting to pounce if the deal with the Jets breaks down, which ultimately would give the Packers a little bit of leverage. Because if that's true – and, again, that is a huge, 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 huge if – if that's true, then the Packers know that they've got an ace up their sleeve. They don't want to trade him to San Francisco. They don't want to trade him in the conference. Now, again, this is based upon really, honestly, nothing. I have seen – and if somebody else has seen something, please feel free to uh, give me the correct, okay? Give me the correct. But I, I have seen nothing – 
that states there have been conversations between the Packers and the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers, unless they're giving starters, the 49ers have no draft capital. They have nothing in the first couple of rounds, nothing this year, and the Packers want something now. So the only thing the 49ers could possibly do is start giving up starters. And if you're going to do that, why are you going to do that? Why deplete your team for Aaron Rodgers? When you're trying to get to a Super Bowl, what are you going to do? Give up Debo Samuel? You know, I mean, what we, you know, I, I, not that you're going to give up Debo Samuel for Aaron Rodgers, but you get what I'm saying. Um, it would be, yeah, I, I know that the, the discussion was that if the, if the 49ers were able to get into it, there would be some third-round draft choices and a number one next year. So the Packers, which anytime you throw into the uh, throw into the mix a third round draft choice, it makes me cringe. Um, but you know, maybe you use that and then draft capital wise, you trade up into the second or something to that effect. I I, I don't know, but I I know that if the 49ers would get into it and dangle a first round draft choice in some way, shape, or form, that it would force the 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 Jets to get off the schneid. I said it only takes one other team. And I don't think that the the Packers uh, would turn down. And, again, the 49ers would have to come strong because of the, the conference. They don't want to face Rodgers in the conference. And Rodgers, I think if he goes to San Francisco and even remotely has a good year, he's coming back for a second year. Um. Because the Jets, it's funny, the Jets are planning on him playing two years. There must have been some kind of a discussion that with Aaron Rodgers when Woody Johnson and the, the, the entourage went out to California and spoke with Aaron Rodgers, that they got the indication this was a two-year deal, that he was going to be around for two years. Because they, it seems to be this foregone conclusion, and I have not heard that, but that's what everybody seems to be talking about was, you know, that, well, this whole pick is going to be conditional with that second round or with that second year, and that that's a given. They don't want to give up anything that high. And I'm like, well, that's if Rodgers comes back. Who's to say he's coming back? They must know something that, that the rest of us don't. Because for a guy to go from I'm 90% retired going into the darkness to come out and say, not only do I have a chip on my shoulder, I'm pissed off, I want to play for the Jets, and I'm playing two years. That's a big leap. That's a big leap. So, anyway. Uh, but that's going on. And how much would that or would that not help the Green Bay Packers? I think it would. Anytime you get another team in the mix, it would force uh, the Jets to kind of up the ante a little bit. But I I still think, stripping it all down, I still think that uh, this is going to be something that's done just uh, just as the, uh, the draft is ready to get underway, just before draft day or on draft day, that the trade gets culminated. So, But I don't think – Ben, we went through this yesterday. I don't think San Francisco has anything in the first or second rounds even this year to deal. Nothing so, in the first. Yeah, nothing in the first. I Nothing in the first. Have you checked the second round? I couldn't remember if they had something in the second round or not. I'll find it. Okay. I know they have a lot of thirds, a lot of compensatory thirds. Okay. Which fits in well, doesn't it? Right, yeah. 
if if Goody gets eight shots at hitting on a third round pick, I think he'll do it. You know, right? He might as right. well just buy out the whole third round, ensure that at least <laughs> one player works, so the narrative's gone. Um, so this is uh, on the audio of Craig Carton on the Fan in New York uh, taking his uh, show that the Forty ers are ready. Uh, he believes to go after Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. And Aaron Rodgers would absolutely want to play for this franchise. The franchise is the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, no. Okay, they have Trey Lance coming off a broken ankle. Uh-huh. They've got Brock Purdy, who's not going to be throwing the ball till August or September. John. And they signed Sam Darnold. <laughs> they do not have a quarterback right now. Maybe Trey becomes a stud. We don't know. Aaron Rodgers is from the area, all right, and has always said, you know, I might want to go home one day. Now, he famously also said, I want to screw with the San Francisco for not drafting me. Right. Well, he's already done that, okay? So here's the reality. San Francisco does not have a first-round draft pick in this draft. They gave them all away to get Trey Lance. They do, however, because of compensatory picks, have like five third-round picks. So the conversation has been multiple third-round picks in this draft and a first-round draft pick in next year's draft. If this happens, the New York Jets no longer exist as a franchise. Yes, that yes. is 100%, 100%. There you go. And, and I completely agree. I, I, I think it would be bananas for them to do that. Um, but, you know, I mean, and again, you've got Trey Lance sitting there and waiting. Now, a guy that they – have stated that they have all the faith in the world in, which, um, you know, he's coming off that bad ankle, and then Brock Purdy's got the elbow, and they don't want Garoppolo, and they didn't want Garoppolo. Garoppolo's gone. So it, it's – I I, I don't know. Um, I just don't see that happening. But, any hey, any talk about another team jumping into the mix is a good discussion and a benefit for the Green Bay Packers. No doubt about it. We're going to talk more about this. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Buzzard Billy's on Pearl Street out in La Crosse, Wisconsin. They opened back in uh, September – uh, of 1997, but it was uh, a, a business that's been around since the 1860s in that brick hotel building. And uh, they have got fantastic food, kind of a Cajun flair to it, really good stuff going there. You sit at the bar, you watch a game, you get to get a good meal, great fish fry on the weekends, and uh, then you have yourself a beverage. Or you go upstairs to the Starlight Lounge, which, as I've said before, it's like 50s and 60s, and you're looking for the Rat Pack to come falling out of the joint. Fantastic place, and it's just above Buzzard Billy's in the exact same building. If you're out there in La Crosse, Wisconsin, that is the place to go. Pearl Street in La Crosse, whether it's Buzzard Billy's or the Starlight Lounge, two places you cannot go wrong. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. the pitch. Hit to left center and deep. Get up. Get up. Get out of here and gone. Brian Anderson just hit one out of here and they go back to back against Scherzer. Here it is. Hit in the air to right and deep. Get up. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Garrett Mitchell. They go back 
What a night last night. Tonight, uh, now I know they have a day game today, but tonight I am, uh, I'm looking forward when I get off the air. I'm going to watch some of the Brewers. Uh, I'm heading down to Robert's Specialty Meats because I didn't get to the grocery store yesterday. Going to do myself uh, proud with one of those thick-cut pork chops tonight. I've just been craving it, so I'm heading down to Robert's. Going to grab that. Going to grill tonight, watch a little NBA, take it easy. Uh, Bucks, by the way, everybody streaking towards the uh, the finish line. And uh, I think uh, last night the consensus seems to be that Joel Embiid will be the MVP. Now, for a while it was Giannis, then it was Nikolai Jokic, and now it's uh, Embiid, everybody with Jokic going down and not playing for the last few games. And Giannis and uh, the company getting just shellacked by the Boston uh, Celtics uh, last week, last Thursday night. Uh, it looks like Embiid has now put his team uh, not only on his shoulders, but he had a big game last evening, and uh, I know that the NBA – put out the email saying that they wanted everybody to get their uh, their MVP ballots in. So it appears that Embiid at least right now is the front runner heading into the uh heading into the stretch run here. Uh, at the end of the NBA season playoffs getting underway uh shortly. You've got the Masters getting underway tomorrow. So I mean it's a good time to do a little grilling. It's going to be warm weather this weekend from what I understand. I can't wait for that for Easter Sunday and such. So heading down to Roberts getting the uh, big thick cut pork chops, maybe an Al Capone roast. And a little bit of sauce, and oh, it's so good. Go to Robert Specialty Meets Waukesha.com. That is Robert Specialty Meets Waukesha.com, and do what I do, and that is get some of the really, really good stuff from your hometown butcher. Man, what a. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Give your sweetie the best meat you can possibly give her. There you go. That's what you need to do. Just think about that. Thought I'd throw it out there. Um,. So where do you want to begin, Ben, with everything that's going on? Brewers going back to back to back, back to back to back. Then you've got uh, the Bucks and Giannis and company chasing the end of the season. You've got uh, the Packers right now still in the stalemate with the New York Jets, but all of a sudden the 49ers' name is starting to pop up like a shark fin coming out of the water. The Masters gets underway tomorrow. I mean, there's so much going on we've just like darted a dartboard kind of stuff today i came in extremely enthusiastic today in, in case you couldn't tell i could tell no when you start okay. talking about your sleep patterns i know we're in for a day i love it either your sleep it. patterns or what happens when you're in the shower yeah <laughs> haven't had any falls in the shower lately knock on wood for that that's for that's sure. good to haven't, know haven't done that that's yeah, really I've good been, to know been pretty safe yeah uh, i still have not gotten to target to get myself a slip mat so that way uh, doesn't happen but i think every time i get up in the morning and take a shower i'm taking my life in my hands but they, hey that's how i live uh maybe i won't wear a helmet in the shower who knows um the uh the, go to the uh if you go to the mvp category when you look at Giannis and bead uh and, and some of the some of the discussions um you know i I think Giannis won't get it only for the fact that Giannis has gotten it. Joel Embiid has never gotten it. And they are basically promoting Joel Embiid to get it. And with that, with performances like he had last night, um, you know, I, I certainly say that he's deserving. You can't argue with the fact if he if he wins it that he doesn't deserve it. He certainly does. Uh, now you've got also the Lakers, which the Lakers get all the coverage, but the Lakers have kind of put themselves together down the stretch here. Uh, the Phoenix Suns have uh, really come on. They have not lost a game since Kevin with Kevin Durant in the lineup so far this season. So, I mean, I think it's only like seven games. It's only a, a small litmus test, but uh, he has been uh, very solid for them. So they're talking about that when it comes to the NBA and who is, who is going to be some of the stronger teams down the stretch here. 
uh, and in the Western Conference as well, and where the Lakers are going to – because everybody, we all know that, you know, there's nothing but the four-letter network and the L.A. Lakers, and that's it. And the only thing I like about the Lakers is Darvin Ham. Other than that, I could care less. But uh, but the Bucks, uh clinching uh, damn near everything. Uh, they've uh, clinched the division, and uh, we all know they're in the postseason, and, we, you know, the playoff tickets are being printed, and everything's giddy. and so. Uh, but they're going to end up being the top seed overall, 57 wins on the season. And they've outdistanced the Denver Nuggets. They've outdistanced the Boston Celtics sitting with 54, Philadelphia with 52. And uh, they are uh, they are the top dog without a doubt. Then you've got the kind of the play-ins right now because you've got uh, Toronto, Chicago uh, battling at the bottom. You've got uh, Atlanta, Miami that uh, are in there as well. The Brooklyn Nets sitting in the sixth seed right now, only a game a better than the Miami Heat. So there could be some flip-flopping that's going to be going on there. In the meantime, the Lakers have gone from out of the postseason to winning four straight to putting themselves into the postseason, and they're tied right now with the Clippers uh, here at, at the bottom for the sixth seed. So they would actually play their way, if they continue to win, most likely uh, they would play their way out of the play-in tournament and into the postseason. So some interesting stuff going on out west. In the meantime, you got the Phoenix Suns who are locked in, 44 wins on the season, but since they brought in uh, Kevin Durant, they have not lost uh, with him on the floor. As a matter of fact, they've now won six straight. Uh, there, and uh, Denver still uh, proves to be a very solid team. But right now, the team to watch out for is when John Morant really gets going, man, the Memphis Grizzlies. They uh, The 50 wins on the season, they're only a couple of games out of the top spot in the West. But uh, their their margin of victory is solid. They've been solid with John Morant on the floor as long as he doesn't get into foul trouble. Uh, when you look at, at margin of victory and teams to beat with scoring potential, uh, the, the team that fear gives me mo- the most fear for the Bucks is the, is the Boston Celtics. Boston has guards that can shoot. Boston have guards that can pass. Their bench is deep, but they've got numerous guys that can get hot. When the Bucks don't have Giannis on the floor, you have to have others pick up where Giannis leaves off. And while Drew Holiday has pretty much been that guy, you've got to have a guy or two that are going to be able to pick up that slack when Giannis is not out there. Uh, if he gets into foul trouble or just needs a breather, what have you, where Boston seems to just whoever they throw out on the floor is going to start shooting the lights out. That's the only fear I have for the Bucks. And the Bucks don't play great perimeter defense. They haven't all season long. They've allowed so many 20-point-plus leads slip away. It isn't funny. So that's the only uh, disparity I have for the Milwaukee Bucks where I have a genuine concern was uh, I think the only team that matches up extremely well with them is Boston, unfortunately, uh, coming out of the East. Uh, the West, I think they can pretty much handle anybody. Uh, Phoenix is going to be a different animal, though. Uh, Phoenix, I, I, I think, you know, they had problems with Kevin Durant before. I think they'll continue to have problems with Kevin Durant as long as he is healthy going into the postseason. That is going to be a team to circle and watch. But, uh, but yeah, with, uh, with the Boston Celtics, man, that's the only team that gives me any kind of fear whatsoever. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. In uh, the addition of Jay Crowder has been solid. I think he's played incredible minutes. Uh, I like the fact that he has given them additional bench depth. There's different areas that maybe they can improve upon, but uh, I think the Bucks are deep. I just don't know if they have that consistent shooting lights out from beyond the arc deep. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, what else do you got, Ben? Anything else today? I, now, we're not getting into the uh, – because we forgot yesterday completely. I forgot what uh, what did we miss. So I have, I'm not going there. But is there anything else that I have not – Topic-wise, that uh, is hot coming into the show today that I have missed. Oh yeah, the the former is not very important. Um, okay, 
But no, I mean, not really. The the Rodgers Niners stuff, it just feels like a certain very prominent talking head in New York stirring up something to bring right. people to hear what he has to say. Like, we heard the uh, audio. It's him saying that, look, they can do it. They don't have a quarterback. It's like everyone knows right. that. But then the caption is, the 49ers are prepared. And then everyone picks that up and says, oh, he's reporting yeah. that. And it's like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, and, and again, just so we're clear, uh, with the 49ers rumors that are out there, are they helping or hurting the, the, the Packers? First of all, I think they would help. But secondly, there's nothing substantial. There's no substance to this. It's it's a a a lot of this is kind of how some things got started um, early on, but there, there's nothing there. There's no there's no realness to this. There's no I, from what we understand. There's no sources that are saying the the 49ers have picked up the phone and they're ready to you know kind of kind of do this. You know, um, it, it, there's nothing there. And, and that's what I'm finding so interesting is, you know, I was like looking for this today. I got up and there was an article on Facebook. I was flipping through Facebook and then I saw it again on Instagram. And the one thing was, is that the red, the 49, the headline was the 49ers are ready to pounce. And I thought, boy, is there something I missed? And I start reading it and it's, it's a thought. It's, it's a writer's thought based off of a thought from, the uh, uh, Carton, the talk show host at WFAN in New York, it's his thought based on Carton, based on Carton's thought. There's no substance to it. So as much as I'd love to believe that the 49ers have somehow put some kind of a miraculous package together, there's still nothing there. And and I I think people are getting crazy on it, but uh, and it's it's starting to run wild. But I, I just I you know the, it's on Pro Football Talk too. Mike Florio wrote all about it. You know, he said three weeks ago today, Aaron Rodgers shared with McAfee that, you know, his intention to play for the Jets, could that suggest that maybe the 49ers could possibly pursue Rodgers as well with a pair of third-round picks offered this year and a first-rounder for next year? Uh, He talks about it being intriguing. He goes on and on and on. It would be a surprise if it happens. Rodgers has decided that he wants to play for New York, and the Packers would take uh, some heat for this as well. Last week, Jets GM Joe Douglas tried to avoid shutting down any chatter by exploring the pursuit of Lamar Jackson as disingenuous and negotiating in bad faith and on and on and on. Now, if the Packers suddenly do this, would the Packers be looked at in bad faith? And I'm looking at this whole Mike Florio column. On Pro Football Talk and NBC Sports, I'm looking for the whole thing, and it's all based off of Carton's discussion. There's no there there. So while I think it's interesting, and I think it would be uh, something that if the 49ers decided to do, they would certainly have to ratchet it up being in the NFC, but there's no there there. There just isn't. I still think this is all going to be the jet the jets and the packers and it's going to come down to probably draft night or a day or so ahead of time because nothing gets done as andrew Grant always says there's until the deadline's there there's nothing that needs to get done there's no there's no necessity to do it um so you just kind of let it marinate and go from there so i i I don't think this means anything to be perfectly honest with you we're going to break. We're going to come back. Gerard is listening to us in Delaware. We'll get him first out of the shoot when we do return. 877-867-1670. I'll open up the phone lines. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Point. Stevens Point Brewery. Uh, Point Brewing. Great people. But Joe Martino, the owner up there, I love that guy. And um, 
they it was funny because he he texted me yesterday he said i got something that we're making for you and we're sending it down i don't know what it is but i'm excited i'm excited i have a feeling i know but i'm excited but our friends at point who have many different uh, types of uh, types of beverages uh, but in addition to that, uh, I love Cider Boys, man, from Point Brewing. Cider Boys is fantastic. It's one of my favorite, one of my favorites go-tos when I get outside of the cra- the uh, the beer uh, side of things and get into the craft beer side of things. So check out our friends from Point Brewing uh, right there in Stevens Point. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program, and it's good to have you. Hey, our friends over at the Sunset Grill want uh, them to, uh, you know, invite you. Wanted me to let you know that they're inviting you uh, to the Easter Brunch Buffet coming up uh, this weekend. 35 bucks a person, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They're going to be closing at 3 so that uh, the staff can then head home uh, with all of their loved ones. But they are doing an Easter brunch. So if you want to go out, it's supposed to be a pretty nice day. If you want to go out and watch, uh, you know, hopefully the sun over the lake, Great place to go. That's a Sunset Grill, Pewaukee. Sunset Grill in Pewaukee Lake, Prospect Avenue. Stop on out and enjoy the Easter brunch. Remember, uh, they do take some reservations. So if you want to get it, uh, if you want to get in, then uh, you can also give them a call 262-696-4578. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Let's go to our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Bill. Yeah, I listened to the podcast this morning what Carton had to say. Now, he claims he has a report from a, a source, a very reliable source, about the San Francisco thing. Now, I take that with a grain of salt. That's a yuck, yuck show. I don't take anything they ta- say seriously. But there's something else very interesting out there. Belichick doesn't like Matt Jones, and he's looking. Now there's a lot of speculation that they want to move him. Now, that's more interesting if New England would be the team that would be interested in Rodgers. And that sort of makes some sense when you think about it. But, look, if the Jets are holding if, – if, if they're just offering a second-round pick and then maybe something minuscule down the line, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's not even a starting point, you know? So, right. so you know, the two second-rounders – and maybe a third the following year or whatever. And if it, and if, like you said, though, if Rogers said he's going to play two more years, then obviously the compensation has to be more. I'm right. right? I, I mean, it makes sense to me. You know, right. so I don't, you know, a lot of these reports, and I don't think anything Florio has to say. I mean, he's reading a lot of Florio stuff and all that. I don't think anything he says because he hates the Packers so much. And I just want to comment on the Celtic Buck thing real quick, if you don't mind. The Celtics are somewhat successful against the Bucks because they know how to build the wall against Giannis. And, that, and that, they have the size to be able to mm-hmm. do that. Right. You're absolutely right. So, so that's that's another thing that, you know, Buck fans might want to look at, you know. So, you know. But anyway, uh, you know, look, I just hope this thing gets done where we get legit compensation for Rodgers. I mean, I don't want to go in there and just get one second rounder. I don't think that's enough. Yeah, I, I agree with that. appreciate the phone calls always, Gerard. I, I, I just – I don't know – 
I don't know right now when you talk about – and if Carton says he's got a source, I don't think any broadcaster says, I have a source when they really don't. I, I can't imagine it. He also never said he had a source, to be clear. He never did? No. Okay. No, he presented it as, you know, they're going to do this as a prediction. Okay. Um. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that, but I'm just going basing it upon what Gerard had to say. But if he has, if he has a source, that's one thing. If he doesn't, and it's the conjecture thereof, I just don't see that happening. Um, like I said, I don't think that um, unless the 49ers really came strong and just basically said, "We are all in." It's we've been so close to getting to a championship, and we just haven't been able to get it. Here's the other thing. And Lynch is very good at this. He knows. He knows because you build things up, you wait for the cream to rise to the top, and when it's there, you know you have to take advantage of it. Because in the NFL, there's no guarantees. I mean, usually what happens is you get some young guys, you get early contracts, you start to get really good players, you put in a couple of pieces, your team is really, it's right there ready to go, and all you need is one thing. It's what the Rams did. Rams knew they were right there. All we have to do is pick up a couple of pieces, we're going to win a championship, and they did it. And then, obviously, you know that. You you kind of have to tear it all back down again. So, with the 49ers, Lynch may be saying, look, it's right there. If we bring in Rodgers, we, we got a championship. If on paper, the way you look at this team with Debo Samuel and Kittle and the defense the way it is and a good running back, good offensive line, and, an, and a quarterback that already kind of knows this system from Shanahan, loves to come back here, wants to play here, wants to be a part of this thing, wants to see it run back. That I, I think that would probably, especially in the NFC, give Rodgers his best shot at winning a Super Bowl. That's just my opinion. Because I think, they first of all, there's less competition in the NFC. It would be them, the Eagles, because they would automatically be like one and two with the Eagles. Wouldn't you figure, Ben, if Rodgers goes to San Francisco? Oh, I think they're the easy number one, honestly. Because they've so, gotten a lot better this offseason. The right. Eagles have, have lost guys. So the Eagles then would probably be maybe one, we'll say 1B. I mean, they're, you know, they're right there, but 1B or 2. Uh, Cowboys probably right behind them. And then it's, you know, it's just start throwing darts at a dartboard as to who may be, you know, 4, 5, 6, 7. I, I, I think they'd be right there. He, he would be basically opening the door and unlocking it with the keys to say, all you got to do is take advantage of it and walk through the door to a Super Bowl. And Rodgers, that would be the storybook, to ride off into the sunset with the Lombardi Trophy held high, playing for the team he grew up watching. That, that, would, be, that would be the end of the story. That would be the best for him. Uh, so I know he wouldn't be adverse to that. But – if I just don't know if they have enough, and I don't know if the Packers would want to do that. There is a pride to the NFC. You don't want to, if God forbid, this team does end up being good enough to make it to the postseason. You you don't want to get knocked off by Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers. And I know people don't understand that, but you just don't. You just don't. You don't want to do it, unless of course the 49ers give you so much of a haul that all you'd have to do is is make good on what they give you. And that ability causes you to get better. And the other thing I will say this, if you believe that much in Jordan Love, now I, Ted Thompson wouldn't do it because obviously he gave, uh, you know, Favre away to the Jets for a year, but then Favre came back and stuck it to him, you know, 
uh, the following, but would you trade a couple of number threes, uh, number one for the future, and, say, Brock Purdy, a backup quarterback, a guy that's been there, done that, is capable of coming in and, and pushing Jordan Love? Would you want to put that kind of pressure on Jordan Love? No. I don't, I don't care. I would do that in a heartbeat. But you're also talking about a guy, by a guy coming back off a very serious elbow injury, too, with everybody talking about Brock Purdy and getting a backup quarterback. And I, I've i never liked Trey Lance, to be honest with you, so I don't want Trey Lance. You know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want that. But as far as value for Aaron Rodgers, that's kind of a no-brainer if that indeed would happen. But I, I again, I, I think it's still, I think it's the Jets and I may, who knows, maybe Gutekinds just said, you know what, we're not going to deal with you. We're going to wait. And, but the Jets, here, here's the thing. The Jets could still walk in and go, you're not going to give them to the 49ers. We're we're going to go ahead and and give you that first round draft choice. Maybe the Jets panic a little bit. Maybe the Jets freak out a little and they say, you know what, we don't want to lose this. We put too much stock into this. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and make good, and they're going to go ahead and give you the first round draft choice. I don't think it's going to happen, but we can we can I, I guess more so dare to dream than anything, you know. But if you get any other team to just in some way, shape, or form, begin to kind of pick at the Packers a little bit. Hey, what if? They're just starting to look over that fence. I don't think that does anything but bode well. I don't think that it does anything but bode well for uh, for, for the Packers. Uh, Mike, yes, it's an Eddie Lacy cup. It's an old quick trip Eddie Lacy cup that I have here on my desk. <laughs> Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. I want to light the phones up. Uh, we still got more phone calls to get to this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends over there at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. And uh, they've got some uh, big doings going on this weekend. They've got some charity events. they got a meat raffle, but more so than anything, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you can also register to win some Bucks postseason tickets, Brewers tickets, Admirals postseason tickets as well. All over there at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill right on Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard. So you can go back and forth. You can go to, go to Curly's, go to Sunset Grill, go to Curly's, go to Sunset Grill. Just kind of make it a day. Go enjoy yourself. Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill on Pewaukee Lake, home of the Pig Porker Sandwich. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our buddy Gerard says, uh, ta- leading off the show today, I was talking about just for the very first time, the rain rained so hard. I got a little bit of a, a leak in uh, in my basement. He said, uh, maybe, you know, it's time for another pillow window. It's not through the windows. There is not a window in this house that gives it up. Not one. It was it, where the gutters are. Actually, I need a gutter guy or a roof guy, uh, to be honest with you. But where the gutters come down in the corner of my house, uh, it drained so fast the gutters couldn't collect. And it overflowed and then, like, splashed in the corner where there's, I guess there's, like, a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe like a seam or something that, that goes down to the foundation and then came in. But, yeah, that was, uh, well, that was a heavy rain. No, Pella windows and doors, not one of them leak. Not a one. Never have to worry about that. As a matter of fact, where the gutter does leak, it splashes hard against the door. 
and I actually was a little concerned about it. I went outside, and no, it's it's perfect. Pella Windows and Doors have uh, been around a long time. They are reliable. They are economical. They add a curb appeal to your home. And if you're thinking about maybe selling your home and you want to upgrade your value, that's a great way to do it. The number one window and door chosen by Wisconsinites, that is our friends at Pella. Go to P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PellaWI. That's 855-PellaWI and see what I've been seeing for a long time, which is clearly and through all the innovations and all the fantastic products they have. But uh, the fact that right now, Zero percent, forty-eight months. Zero percent, forty-eight months on financing, and whether it's vinyl, impervia, or the wood windows and doors, they have something for everybody. That's our friends at PellaWI.com. PellaWI.com. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to our buddy Richard, listening to us in Rhinelander. Richard, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Well, just fine. We're getting rid of our snow. That's good. But uh, I'd like to maybe kill two birds with one stone. Sure. Here with a trade, a proposed trade to the 49ers. Uh, Rodgers and this year's third-round draft choice, uh, for the Packers' third-round draft choice, goes to the 49ers. The 49ers send George Kittle to the Packers at next year's first-round draft choice. Um, I would appreciate the phone call. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would do that in a heartbeat. And that's not overly unreasonable. However, what the 49, I appreciate the phone call. What the 49ers will say is we're giving up Kittle, who is a bonafide superstar at the tight end position, who's still going to play numerous years for a guy that may or may not play more than one year, uh, the Packers would come out smelling like a rose. I think anybody and everybody would. Ben, you'd take that, right? Take that in a heartbeat. Easily, yep. Yeah. Because it's like you're getting a first-round two. It would almost be like you're getting two first-round draft choices. You're getting a Pro Bowl tight end and a first-round draft choice next year for a Pro Bowl quarterback and a third-round draft choice, which traditionally has not fared well for the Green Bay Packers. I do that right here, right now, I, in a heartbeat. I don't think they do it. But the fact that – put it this way, Richard. The fact that I'm jumping all over that deal probably tells you that the 49ers aren't going to give that up. Just throwing it out there. Um, Ravens PR stepped in and uh, reiterates that the press conference is about uh, the draft and not about uh, the Jackson situation. Ravens GM Eric DaCosta will not comment – uh, at his pre-draft press conference when asked about uh, quarterback Lamar Jackson trade questions. They say his focus at the press conference is going to be on the draft, which that saga continues to play out as well because eventually there's going to be a team or two that are going to throw their hat into that ring. I know they've kind of avoided it. I think there's been a couple of teams that didn't want to get into guaranteed money, a couple of teams that you know obviously don't need quarterbacks, and then there's some teams that um, – they feel they're farther away than all of that but as far as Lamar Jackson goes. But eventually, uh, that's going to come to a head. And I still get the feeling Lamar Jackson's going to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens before it's all said and done. Money talks. Money talks. Boy, that's a fast hour. I don't care who you are. It's a fast hour. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. The Bill Michaels Show. 
We continue a whole lot more coming up right after this.